0: Hey, it's Doug Sandler, the original Nice Guy, and you're listening to Another Nice Guy on 360 Entrepreneur Podcast with Jan Ilunga. Welcome. This is episode number
1: seven, and today we talk about how to be a nice guy or a nice gal and finish first. Here we go.
0: Welcome to the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs and small business owners who dream big and want to do bigger. Join some of the world's top entrepreneurs, internet marketers, and best-selling authors as they share their inspiring stories, their struggles, and give actionable tips that will help you build, grow, and promote your online business. Here's your host, Yanni Lunga.
1: All right, all right, all right. Yanni Lunga here from the 3Six Entrepreneur Podcast with the seventh episode of this show. I hope your week is going well and thank you for being here. And if you're here, you've probably been intrigued by the title of this episode, How to Be a Nice Guy or a Nice Gal and Finish First. And man, is this episode gonna be fun. I can assure you there's plenty of great content here. An amazing guest, and I'm super excited about bringing you this new episode. Before I tell you more about today's guest, let me do two things. Number one, I want to remind you about the contest. I talked about it in episode four, where there was Kim Garst, who told us how to rock social media marketing with authenticity. And I mentioned a contest. If you go to 360entrepreneur.net slash contest, you can enter a contest to win a free copy of Kim's bestseller Will the real you please stand up? So go there. And the second thing I want to do is take a second to thank today's sponsor. If you're looking for a web hosting service, my number one recommendation is Bluehost. For just $3.95 a month, you get a limited web hosting and a limited domain, which means that you can host as many websites as you want with just a single Bluehost account. You get 24-7 top-notch support and you can install all of your WordPress sites with just a couple of clicks. Go to 36entrepreneur.net slash Bluehost to sign up. And when you do, Bluehost gives you a $50 Facebook credit and $100 worth of Google AdWords. That's at 36entrepreneur.net slash Bluehost. Okay, now it's time to talk about the guest. What a guest here. We connected online pretty recently, but I've been so amazed about what he does and about his book, His best-selling book, I should say, because by now it has been a number one on Amazon. So first of all, Doug, congratulations on that. And today's guest is Doug Sandler, an incredible, cool guy who really does it all. He is a blogger, he is a keynote speaker, he's a motivator. He's also a podcast. He and his partner recently launched the Nice Guys Business Podcast. You'll find the links to the podcast and Doug's bestseller. Nice Guys Finish First in the show notes at 36entrepreneur.net slash episode 7. And here is Doug. Hey everyone, I'm here with another very special guest and I'm super excited about this episode because today we talk about how to be a nice guy. You know, we hear it all the time, but what does it really mean? And we're going to talk about how to be a nice guy and finish first. So how you know how being a nice guy can really help you in your professional and personal life and my guest today is an author he's a speaker he's a motivator and really His blog, I found out about his blog recently. I started to read his posts and I get so much inspiration that I really, you know, when I get up from bed, I really feel motivated. And he's Doug Sandler and he's here to talk about all the great things he does, including his latest book, Nice Guys Finish First. Winning customers for life by winning relationships that last. We just hit the stores and you will find like always the link to the book and to everything Doug and I talk about in the show notes. So
0: Doug, welcome on the show. Well, thanks, Jan. Thanks. And you know, when you say nice guys finish first in with your accent, it sounds so much better than when I say it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for the compliment. And you know, I have to I have to hand it to you because you chose a very nice title for the book first of all and also your uh, uh, your blog your website dogsandler.com you know it you really give this positive vibe ab- about you but can you tell the listeners a little bit more about who is the original nice guy dog sandler and what you do
0: Well if you if you want to find out the original nice guy dog <laughs> sandler I have to go way way back to uh, <laughs> to when I was growing up because my mom uh my mom was a single mother and we we relied upon humor a lot. You know We didn't have a lot of material things, so we always relied upon each other uh, as we were growing up. So my mom, her, the biggest thing that she would stress is when I go out to the world, she would always say, "Dougie, you know, be a mm-hmm. nice guy." And that really has stuck with me. It, it stuck with me early on in my career. Uh, when I really was focused on just building um, building a business, I, I, I started focusing on probably the money more than the nice niceness. And mm-hmm. then, as my my uh, business started to evolve and change, um, I discovered that people you really do get a lot more from people and a lot more out of yourself when you're a nice guy. So, it, it really has been my business philosophy for probably the last thirty years.
1: Okay, I love it. And, and you really have made that part of your personal and professional life. And you know, not only that, but you even written a guide that you want to kind of inspire others. And I have to ask you because you know, your title, it's very clear, nice guys finish first. So you know, kind of the first question that at least came to my mind when I, you know, looked at, at your book, and I thought, okay, you know, why do you think nice guys finish first?
0: Well, okay. So, uh, again, let's go back a little bit. Nice guys finish first, because uh, even if in the process of going through our day, uh, if we decide that it's probably better or is more to our advantage to be a little bit more cutthroat and a little bit more um, competitive and a little bit more um, challenging in our ways, I never felt like I got any satisfaction out of that. So for me, uh, it made sense. It, it kind of fell in lockstep with my business philosophy of being a nice guy, telling the truth, all of the principles that we learn, um, as kids. I, I think that, that we lose some of that when mm-hmm. we, uh, when we get older and we think that it's all about winning. And it's not necessarily about winning. It's, uh, you know, you and I can finish first in the same race. Uh, it wouldn't be considered a tie. It's just we, we both are winning. We are both in first place. We're both helping each other. We, um, you had said something earlier uh, before we actually started to, to, to record and, and the show. And it was that, you know, we will want to work on a collaborative effort to make something happen. And, mm-hmm. and I think that people do much better in business and in life if we all work together to make things happen
1: absolutely you know i couldn't agree more and to some extent i can really relate to your to your personal story because i also I grew up in a in a house with a single parent with my dad and i've also always relied on on sense of humor a lot and i you know i think it really helps you in in many different ways but i know that the listeners are you know are not really interested in my personal story <laughs> but obviously they really want to know how being nice can benefit them so kind of do you have any tips on you know some listeners maybe considers they consider themselves nice guys or nice girls. Some maybe don't so do you have any tips on on how to be nice and finish first I mean obviously you already mentioned be open for collaboration so that's a great tip do you have maybe something else for us
0: well, if you think about it, Jan, uh, business is made up of, of a couple of things. One, it's made up of relationships. And the second, it's made up of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And uh, the relationships that you foster and build and, and the people that you connect with, uh, the only way to really build a lasting relationship is one that involves trust uh trust is definitely one of those things that if you don't have it uh you um you may not have a customer for life my feeling is build a relationship that lasts and you're going to have a customer for life mm-hmm. and and really the whole philosophy um how do you do it you do it by uh by telling the truth you do it by uh putting your customer or your coworker before you um it's almost a philosophy you know the golden rule do unto others as you would have them do unto you and it, without that Uh, you you really are uh, building a temporary shell of a relationship so part of the nice the nice guy image is really uh while while ultimately you are going to benefit and your business will benefit you'll be surprised at how much you will get if you give and so giving really is all a part of it it's it's not in a charitable way certainly it's great to be to to give in a charitable way but it's it's you're you're giving advice, you're giving friendship, you're giving relationship, you're giving um, your expertise. Uh, again, part of our conversation that we had uh, prior to, to making this uh, this podcast happen was this collaborative effort. And for me, it really is all about a relationship and making that work. That is that's key to everything. And I mean, there's many ways to build a relationship. You don't have to build them. Um, face-to-face or or, or, uh, or handshake-to-handshake, you can build, as we will build, a relationship where we may not even ever have a chance to meet each other, but build a great relationship online.
1: Absolutely. And, yeah, you know, you I think you really nailed it because, you know, really, guys, no matter where you're listening from, you can really build incredible relationships that are really going to Help you gonna help the people you care about, the people you maybe would like to connect with. Because later with Doug, we are also gonna talk a little bit more about the networking aspect of, of our conversation. So how to connect, for example, with influencers and, and grow your network. But yeah, Doug, I think you really nailed it. And, and I know that in your book, you also talk about habits and you mentioned some habits that can really help the reader develop great relationships and obviously i know that you know the if we were to talk about your book extensively we'll be here maybe for (laughs) for 10 hours (laughs) but can you can you give us a couple of 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 tips of you know a couple of suggestions maybe of habits that you think can really help everyone who is listening to to you and i develop incredible relationships
0: sure and and part of it is also um if you um if you go to my website, and you mentioned it earlier, dougsandler.com, there's a program. It's a free download. It's called the NG30, the Nice Guy 30 <laughs> Tactics, how to, be, how to Be a Nice Guy in 30 Days. So, um, yes, absolutely. Here are some of the tips, some of the habits that you need to develop. And, and Jan, what I'm going to tell you is not information that's um, that's a secret. It's not something that's challenging. Mm-hmm. It's just something that needs to be done in order to effectively build relationships um, the biggest one that I find is just um, uh, is, is just caring. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a um, there's a publication that I also wrote called "The Five Biggest Mistakes Made by Sales and Customer Service," and it talks about the biggest issues that people have. One of them is just a lack of caring. People yeah. don't they don't listen, they don't care. Uh, they, they, um, they go about the motions, but they don't really take ownership. And I think that you need to be passionate. So if there's one habit that I would tell you, it would be, um, and I, I guess you need to, you know, break it down into, into realistic terms where you can say, okay, well, I did this. So now, now I've, I'm, you know, making my way. So return your phone calls key, really key return hmm. every phone call. Return every email that you get. And, and you got to know that when I say returning every email, if you send me an email and it has six questions in it and I've responded to three of them, uh, you, please know that you have not responded to my email. Yeah. You know, it's, it's every question that the email might, uh, might say. So return your phone calls, um, return your emails, uh, be on time every time. 15 minutes late is not on time. It's late. Uh, So you need to respect your, the person that you're meeting with. So those three, if you did nothing more than those three, return your phone calls, be on time. um, And uh, uh, you will, you will find that you will be so far ahead of your competition, returning emails, returning calls, and, and uh, just being consistent about your efforts on a daily basis. Those are the things that really make a difference Uh, in business. And there is no secret to that. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it all boils down to, to caring. Like you, you talked, for example, about one of the biggest mistakes, you know, or, well, or anyways, issues when it comes to customer services, you know, kind of the lack of, of caring about the customer. And I think it's, it's true. If we all think about it for a second, whenever we have a problem with customer service, it's usually because we feel like we haven't be, been really taken care of, of our issue that maybe yet they have they have been listening to us, but then they haven't really been caring. They haven't really trying to help us. And I like also that you mentioned about, you know, taking the time to really replying to phone, uh, to emails, call back after you maybe missed a phone call. But one question though, I know that maybe, so, you know, some of the listeners are listening to you and I, Doug, and are maybe thinking, well, but hey, I get 50 emails per day, 100 emails. So <laughs> how can I, how can I, Continue to run my business, and at the same time, be a nice guy, and make sure that I get back to everyone who has spent the time to reach out to me.
0: Right. Well, it's it's a good point. You know, you get to you get to the point where you have sixty or seventy emails sitting in your inbox, and you're like, "How am I ever going to be able to get back to them?" Part of it is expectation, too, Jan. If you have a um, if you have several customers that are waiting to hear back from you, and you haven't established a um, a level of expectation from your customers then uh with with how quickly you'll return you you may um you may think that returning an email within 24 hours is acceptable and it may be Mm -hmm. but if your customer has the expectation and i'll ask you this question when a customer sends you an email how quickly do they want a response
1: yeah i think immediately you know as soon as they press send (laughs) even
0: even they hit send, they're thinking you're going to hit you're going to reply. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you set the expectation with your customers, there's a um, interestingly enough, there's a sign that's right on my computer and it says, set unrealistic expectations and exceed them. Whoa. So for my world, uh, the problem with most people in this world is we uh we overpromise and we underdeliver. We feel like our customer wants, or the prospective customer wants to hear these words, so we're going to say them. Um, calling, I'm going to call you back in five minutes does not mean I'm going to call you back in 20 minutes. It means I'm going to call you back in five minutes. Mm -hmm. And, and if we set unrealistic expectations, that's one thing we can't do that. But if we set unrealistic expectations and then exceed them every time, you're going to have a raving fan for life. You're going to have somebody that's going to, that's going to know that when you say something, it's going to be done period. The end there are people that I've had relationships with for 20 years that, um, that let's say that they give me a referral and the referral calls them and said, "Hey, I never heard from Doug." If they, if that person says that to my my client, my client will say, mm, "I don't think so." <laughs> I think that, they know that if I don't return a call, something is if, if, if I either didn't get the call or something happened or they never called me to begin with. So you need to be able to to establish a reputation that is pristine and is a hundred percent that that um, set unrealistic expectations and exceed them has been a motto of mine for, for 20 years and, and it really does work.
1: It's an incredibly inspiring quote and guys, speaking of inspiration and quotes, you find more nice guy quotes at docsandler.com. Check out in the navigation bar, there is, I think it's called nice guy Qu- uh, quotes and he has a section with very cool and inspirational quotes that you can really share on, on social media and, you know, share the wisdom with others. But I really liked what, what, what you talked about and you made the example of you that you really kind of live by this motto. And I also think that, you know, it, this can be done very easily you can set up every day where you spend let's say 15 20 minutes go through your inbox and taking the time to reply to people it's not that you have to sit in front of your computer with your inbox open 24/ 7 but make sure to to be consistent and as Doug said also to set up some expectations so that people kind of get an idea of you know what it's kind of con- a considerable good time that it takes you to, to reply to their email. So it can be one day, two days, it's fine, but just make sure to be consistent. And Doug, I know that some of the listeners are really, you know, looking for uh, growing their network. Some of, of them maybe are are looking and or they're trying to connect with influencers. And I want to, you know, hear your take on, on this. Do you have any tips on how to be a nice guy and you know, connect with influencers.
0: Sure. Well, social media is definitely the the um, the area where you want to connect with as many influencers as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, very similar to just relationships in business and networking. Uh, d- don't go out there and get on Twitter and buy five thousand followers for five dollars. You're <laughs> you're going to get you're going to get empty followers. <laughs> you know, certainly it's great to have a number, but the number doesn't mean anything. I'd much rather have a hundred loyal followers and people that are um, that connected with me than 10,000 people that that aren't hearing my message Um, the key is to develop a reputation as an expert in your industry Mm -hmm. whatever that industry is Uh, in my particular case if it's if it's customer service um, if it's business lessons um, what i want to do is now establish myself as the expert the first way to do that is just start writing mm-hmm. you can have mm-hmm. a have a have a blog have a website have a um you know wherever wordpress wherever you are that you are going to be um uh, posting your words and your content start writing even if it's even if you're writing uh 500 words a week which is very very minimal very easy to do it'll probably take you 30 minutes to 60 minutes to do that and just start to to put together um, a knowledge base of lessons that you could teach other people because people really want to connect with your expertise. They don't want to be sold.
1: Doug, man, I'm having such a good time talking to you. And before we continue with this awesome conversation, let's take a second to thank today's sponsor. When talking about web hosting, there is no doubt. Bluehost is the number one web hosting service. For just $3.95 a month, you get a limited web hosting, a limited domain hosting, which means that you can host as many websites as you want with just a single Bluehost account, and you get... 24-7 top-notch support and you can install your WordPress sites automatically with just a couple of clicks. Go to 36entrepreneur.net slash Bluehost to sign up and when you do you get a $50 Facebook credit and $100 worth of Google AdWords. That's at 36entrepreneur.net slash Bluehost. Awesome and you mentioned social media and you know I have to mention your Twitter account at Doug, where I know that you really you also on social media, you are like, you are in your, in your real life that you really engage with people. So guys, if you want to ask Doug more questions, if you have, you know, you want to share the quotes and tag him, make sure to go to uh, on Twitter and look for DJ Doug, who is the original nice guy, Doug Sander. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I, I read you, you wrote a post where you talked about kind of actions. That, you know, we can, we can, we can do or we can take that go beyond the customer's expectations. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because it was a great uh, post. And like always guys, as I said in the beginning, you will find the links to everything Doug and I are talking about in this episode in the show notes. But can you tell the listeners a couple of, of things on, on that and maybe how they can implement that in their business, for example?
0: Sure. Well, well, the, the, the first thing that you really need to get to the point of, of doing is you need to make sure that you are, um, that you're exceeding expectations. You know, mm-hmm. for me, it is all about the, the expectations of the customers. You want to make sure that you are going above and beyond. Um, when we talk about customers, we need to talk about um, things from their perspective. Uh, every time that you're dealing with a customer, you need to take off your hat for a second. You, whatever, whatever um, uh, you know, mourning that you had or whatever mm-hmm. issues that are going on in your life, you need to just uh, put them aside for just a moment because your customer does not, I'm saying this in a loving way, Jan, your customer does not care about you. Yeah. They care about fixing their problem. Um, because that's why they're calling you to begin with. So, number one, they want to know that you're empowered to fix their problem. They want to know that you have within you the capacity to resolve the problem that they're having. They want to feel special. They definitely want to feel special. They need to feel like like, um, like they're the only one in your life. You could have 30 customers that all have the same problem, but they don't want to feel like they have the same problem as another 30 people. Yeah. <laughs> they want to feel like the problem is... Is is specific, or their need is specific, and they want to feel like they are a special person. Um, the third thing is they want to feel like they take a top priority in your life. They want to, um, as you are, as you are trying to resolve their their need and trying to fulfill their product, or you're trying to fix a problem that they're having. They want to know that you, even if this isn't the case, they want to feel like you are dropping everything to to begin to work on their issue. Um, So so that just covers, that covers three of them. Should I cover some more or you want to uh, talk about Yes,
1: please. Yeah, definitely. You know, keep the wisdom going because I know I'm I'm learning a lot and I'm sure that many of the listeners are also learning about some things that if we think about it, it, they are relatively simple, but are things that we somehow ignore, that we know that we should do, but we don't really do. So if you have another couple of tips on, on how to go beyond the customer's expectations, please go ahead.
0: Sure, absolutely, and you know what's interesting about it is that um, is that customers uh, they are unique, and um, each one of them is unique, and we need to treat them that way. And they are really coming to us for our expertise. So that's again, I emphasize that because they really want to know that you are the expert in what you're uh, what you're providing for them. Um, uh, you know, if you've ever called a company and the answer to the, the resolution to your or the answer to your question or you have an issue with them and they say, sorry, that is our policy, um, that is probably one of the worst things that you could probably ever tell. A <laughs> hey, uh, sorry, that's our policy. I got my hands tied. They don't care about policies because the policy doesn't make sense to the customer. So while we may have policies and procedures in place, the last thing that you want to say is we have policies that that are in place. I'm sorry, I can't refund that money or I can't I can't resolve your problem because of because of that. Now, while we have policies and procedures, the presentation of those and presenting them to your customer or your prospective customer, you need to think outside the box. Mm -hmm. If you're you're reading a script or if you're going down this path of, of this is just how it's done. Your client is not going to be happy. So if you think outside the box, think creatively. Uh, rely, upon, rely upon a little bit of uh, creative license to help resolve a problem. Go to bat for your customer with your company. So I think that the policies and procedures that, the, that this is how we always do it is, is not going to work out well for many customers. Um the last thing the, really the one of the things that's that's very important as you're building this relationship and building trust and and you're being a nice guy as you go through the process of of um of taking somebody through your organization um selling is different than advising. Uh I say that when I say that what I mean is that uh people would rather be advised of what things they should do and they want to feel as though you have their best interest at heart. So mm-hmm. that that means that as an expert Uh, Sometimes we need to say, you know, I really think that the product that we have um, may not be the best fit for you. And let me give you some other options. Now that doesn't mean that you're not going to sell that product or service to that customer. Oftentimes I will have a customer sell me on why they should be buying my product or service. So if we're a consultant, we're coming at it from a whole different angle. It's like we're being paid to, um, to help our customer. Nobody wants to be sold. People don't like that. There's so much research available online. Probably by the time a customer calls me, they know everything about my book. They know everything about my, you know, you're giving me information about my book and I haven't even shared that with you. You've just looked it up online. (laughs) So people come to us very, very educated and they want somebody to advise them rather than somebody to sell them.
1: Awesome. You know, Doug, I'm so happy. That you've been here on the podcast because you, you really shared so many incredible tips and really you, you shared your wisdom and your knowledge. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure that some of the listeners are maybe a bit skeptical in the sense that they may think, well, it's relatively easy to keep this nice guy attitude when, you know, everything is going well. But what about tough times? Do you have tips on, you know, how to stay positive and maintain a positive attitude and to be happy, you know, and stay happy in both personal and professional life, especially when maybe you're hitting a rough patch?
0: Uh, sure. And and I've hit, believe me, I've hit some, some pretty rough patches in my life as well. And I think that what has pulled me through, is, uh, is a positive attitude. There's actually a couple of art, a couple of chapters that are in the book. Uh, one of them is just the importance of having a positive attitude. And it's not just about faking it. It's about, it's about definitely working through some of these issues. And what you'll find is the more positive of an attitude that you have, as you start to establish a habit of having a positive attitude and, and putting yourself in a different mindset, um, you really can bring yourself out of a, a blues position uh, pretty quickly. Um, the other thing I do talk about in the book is that, uh, is that you know, nice guys do fail. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've had plenty of experiences in my life that didn't go you – know, plenty of businesses in my life that didn't go the way uh, that I thought that they were going to go and, and ideas that I've invested a lot of time, effort, energy, and money, and, uh, and, and they didn't work. Uh, but because of this positive attitude – um, I've been able to pull myself through. There's been multiple, multiple studies, probably thousands of studies that have been done on the effects of, of happiness in the workplace. And, um, happiness is really on a state of mind. And it Mm -hmm. is something that that we create. We are 100% in control of our actions and in, in control of our attitude and our behavior. And, uh, I choose, uh, to have a positive attitude. I could easily let, um, uh, you know, any bad thing that's going on in my day, bring me down. Uh, But I choose to have a positive attitude. And I think that um, your listeners as they are going about their daily activities, this is not a, this is not a, an esoteric, Oh, well, let me for the (laughs) year be happy. This is a daily activity that I, there's positive self-talk that goes into all of this. You need to, to visualize, to envision, to see yourself as a happy person. And you will be happy if you just Put
1: some effort into it hey amen Doug, really i couldn't i couldn't agree more you know almost i don't know what to say because you're saying so many great things and and i really agree with you know with the the importance of having a positive mindset and you know to and to think about and especially keep in mind when you're having tough times that you know you are responsible for your happiness in the sense that you just told us that it's a really happiness it's a state of mind and if you have a a positive mindset that can really help you you know go go through uh, uh when you hit a rough patch and really you know pass through the storm and and after that be really happy and go about with your with your life and, and business and We have been discussed quite many things that you talk about in your new book, Nice Guys Finish First. Again, it just hit the store. You can find it in the show notes or you can go to DougSandler.com and you find it there. And for more tips, for more motivation, for more inspiration, I know that you have just launched a new podcast. Can you tell the listeners and myself included more about your new podcast that is on iTunes?
0: Well, I'll, I'll warn you ahead of time. Uh, only listen to the podcast if you're prepared to laugh a lot, <laughs> because <laughs> because while we um, while while we run a very serious business of uh, of being nice and and uh, and running this you know getting this book out on the road and and um, and my speaking, um, the podcast was really because um, I have been. If you notice, so my Twitter handle is at DJ Doug. Mm-hmm. My uh, my entire career for the last 30 years, I've actually been a DJ. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I love the idea of having, um, of, of, of having a show because it, it, it puts me back to my original roots of being back in college and, and being on the radio. So I, it's, it's great. So it's, it's, uh, it's business philosophy, business mentality. It's, um, it's business lessons um my friend Strickland Bonner uh that's his name and I we um we've we've done 5 episodes of this and we're just having a blast and really really enjoying it. I we might only have two listeners. I have no idea, but right now we <laughs> right, right now we're really enjoying it.
1: Well, I ca- I can tell you this that you know I've had a great time with you. You got a new listener in me and I'm sure that many of the people who have listened to you and I in this episode are going to become new listeners and fans of what you do. And and Doug, if you like really, as I said, a couple of times, you have really provided us with so much value, with so great tips. Obviously, you provide much more value in your book. And we've mentioned your new podcast. And if you were to give one final tip to all the people who have listened to you and I today, what would that be?
0: Just get out there and be nice, build relationships, build connections, uh, be one on one, be human, uh, you know, smile a lot, be yourself, uh, be genuine. I know that's about 10 things, Jan, but I'll tell you, it's so important just to build great relationships. Relationships are, are the foundation of this, uh, of your business and, and you need to begin to, to realize that. And, uh, in addition to that, we're just working on a world dominance tour. So I'm excited about it. (laughs) So uh, between my book and the podcast and, uh, and, uh, you know, where you can see my blog and everything. I'm just, I'm just excited that I have people that are interested in my material.
1: Now you really get me, you know, curious. Tell us a, bit, a little bit more about the War Domination Tour.
0: Well, uh, there really isn't one. But I think that as of as of today, since we're discussing it, I think we got to start taking over the world one step <laughs> at a time. Get, get the book out there. We'll start doing, um, you know, I, I would love to have the book go. When we first put it out, we had uh, inquiries from uh, from a couple of different countries that were interested in publishing the book, too. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm interested in seeing what uh, Korea, Japan, Europe, all these countries that I, that I haven't had a chance to visit are all about.
1: Okay. And, and, you know, you talked that your tip was about building
0: relationships.
1: And, and if people would like to, you know, get in touch with you, what is the best way to do that?
0: The best way would probably be through uh, through email because uh, that way I'll be assured to see it. Sometimes my feed on social media work goes so, so fast that I never have a chance to see it. So uh, Doug at DougSandler.com is the best way to do that. Or you can just go to uh, DougSandler.com, which is my website, and just send a message through there. Um that's probably the easiest way to get to me, honestly. Perfect. Doug Sandler, I
1: want to thank you so much for being here on the 360 Entrepreneurs, for making us laugh a lot and telling us more about your new book, Nice Guys Finish First. I really
0: appreciate it. My pleasure. And, and I'm looking forward to having you on my show coming up soon. Maybe we'll bring one of your listeners over to me.
1: All right, we are back, Doug. Thank you so much. I had a great time talking to you and I'm really happy we connected. And again, congrats on your book becoming a bestseller. And guys, I want to mention a post I've written about some of the books I think every entrepreneur or business builder should read. I've included, obviously, Doug's book, which I started to read a couple of days ago. And I can tell you this, his book is a game changer. If you go to 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 7, you find the show notes with the links to everything Doug and I have talked about, including the link to the post I mentioned about the books I think every entrepreneur should read. And in the show notes, you will also find the free training, smart social media automation, because with Doug we've talked about relationships, customer service, and social media are a great way to, to build and grow your network. So if you want to learn more about that, go to 36entrepreneur.net slash episode seven and you'll find there in the show notes the free training, smart social media automation. I'm Yanni Lunga from 36entrepreneur.net and I want to thank you once again for being with Doug and I here in this episode and I wish you a great day. Take care.
0: Thank you for listening to the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. For more tips and tools, head over to www.360entrepreneur.net.